Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come Through Queen. Queen. This is episode 52. We should go crazy, too. Oh, God. This week on Come Through Queen, it's been a minute since we checked in on the view, so we decided we should go crazy, too. In the news, we are discussing the surprise new single from Gaga, The Cure, and our conversation with Prince William, as well as Victoria Delisep's DWI arrest, and Harry Styles' breakout moment. And we're going to check in on our shows, of course, from Drag Race to the Housewives of Atlanta, Potomac, Beverly Hills, mm-hmm. and New York. And also Southern Charm and Vanderbump Rules. And in this week's deep dive, it's been a while since we've talked about The View. So Brennan is going to give us his adjusted rankings. It's so unwell. In April 2017. And we'll have our Freak of the Week and One True Queen. Hi, Brendan. Hi, Dan. What's up? What's happening? It's been a, a whirlwind since the last time we sat down and recorded. Has it? Yeah, it was Alex's birthday weekend. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Yeah, and we also watched Drag Race in two different bars. And I had done... two different experiences. Well, we can talk about that when we talk about Drag Race, because I had yeah. a not good experience. Okay, and I had a good one. Yeah, but Alex's birthday was fun. You really pulled out all the stops. Well, his parents came down, and it was a surprise in that regard, but he knew about the party. I got to meet friends of the show, Jan, yes. for the first time. She was very excited to meet you and sing the theme song for you as well. It was magical. Um, it was great, and then we ended the night at Zombie Hut. Yeah, found some frozen zombies. And I took three trains home. Oh, oh I, I didn't tell you that. that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Uh, no, it's okay. I took the G to the L to the N. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's, should we start by talking about the news? Should we start by talking about Gaga? Because she dropped a bomb. Yeah, and we were like unaware of this because it was all going on during Alex's birthday. Right, so there's this little thing called Coachella. Yeah, for you West Coast queens. People apparently go hang out in the desert. And like wear a flower. 
and listen to music and like there's a lot of like cultural appropriation that goes on by minor celebrities and Vanessa Hudgens is always there. She's the mayor of Coachella. The queen, I think. Oh. It's a monarchy. <laughs> okay. We're in the desert. Um, but Gaga performed because Gaga was replacing Beyonce. Yes. Gaga was the first woman to headline? I'm not sure if it was ever or in like 20 years or something. Right. Um, and then during her performance, she dropped a new single. Surprise, bitch. And everyone's like, all those awful people are like, oh my God, she's back. She never left, bitches. Oh, yeah. I agree with both sentiments, though. Some of us stuck with her through art pop, Cheek to Cheek, and Joanne. I mean, we have Cheek to Cheek and Joanne on vinyl in this household. Joanne was amazing. Grigio girls play it on Irish radio, Connor. Um, But the era is over, I guess. Yeah. I mean, this song's great. The Cure? Oh my god, I love The Cure. You need to be cured. <laughs> it's for all her unwell fans, The Cure. Yeah. Um, I, like, is this going to be a full album, an EP? Well, weren't there rumors last year that she was going to drop something? In the fall. In the fall? But that's like a, a ways off. I know, we still have summer to live through. Yeah, and the Joanne Ball itself. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, but besides that, she stayed in the news over the past few days by... Releasing a video on mental health with Prince William where they are like FaceTime each other on a computer and she's dressed up like Lisa Vanderpump drinking a spot of tea. Yeah. I mean, it was good. Was it who was it produced by? Was it produced by like an organization or was it produced by like the kingdom? <laughs> well, I, well, I think the charity might be like the princes. Okay. So he might have produced it. Okay. Interesting. I thought, I mean, good for them. They're doing a lot of work around that. Prince Harry just came, just told the world that he had to seek help after the death of his mother. So they're doing like a whole bunch of work around mental health issues in particular. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because I think Prince William said this, that he found that the root of a lot of issues is mental health. So good for them. They're our honorary king and queen of the week. (laughs) (laughs) Um... So, still with some British people. Yes. Harry Styles is having his breakout moment. A true prince. Did you like his song? The um, I like. I don't mind it. I'm not gonna like stand for it. I am Michelle a Harry Styles. Massage finger wave for it. What are Harry Styles fans? Stylists. Style. I don't like that. Harriet's. <laughs> <laughs> um. So you, you apparently love it. Yeah, and I watched him on SNL. He also performed another song called, like, The Time in New York or something like that. Oh, yeah. The t- oh, so that's, like, about uh, It's supposed Taylor. to be about Taylor because it also, people pointed out that it has the same amount of syllables as Welcome to New York. Hmm. The Time in New York? I don't think it's York? called The Time in New York. Oh. Just, it's, the name's escaping me right um, now. And he also started proving his acting chops by performing some of the skits as well. He performed in at least two skits, maybe three. Yeah, I think someone said three. I, the only one I really remember and was paying attention to was the Mick Jagger one. They should give him his own hosting gig. I, I think that's probably going to like happen in the fall. Yeah. Like when he's promoting the new movie. So he'll be like up for a Grammy for the, the new album, an Emmy for hosting SNL, and an Oscar, and an Oscar for the Spielberg movie. Are, is Harry Styles our next EGOT? Yes. Did um, One Direction never won a Grammy, did they? No. 
Do groups like that ever win? Little Mix will win one for Glory Days. Oh my god. <laughs> no, they won't. Nobody cares except for us. I know they just left us too. At, like a quick aside while we're talking about British people. They went back to the motherland after being in the United States all these months. Oh, sad. Yeah. Um, so also in sad news... <sighs> More like, yeah, it's more like, yeah, d- not depressing. It's sad for you. <laughs> Why? No, not sad for you. It's sad <laughs> for you, like, speaking to the, the subject of this topic. Oh. But okay, from page six, the paper record for s- such items, Victoria Deliceps, daughter of Countess Luann Deliceps, got in some trouble in the Hamptons this month. Uh, the young woman who describes herself as an artist and designer on Instagram was pulled over almost two weeks ago on Main Street in Sag Harbor, where her mother has a home for driving without headlights. She blew up 0.15 at the station and was released without bail the next morning. Uh, the legal limit is 0.08. She'll be headed back to court May 5th. So, like, is 0.15, like, really, really bad? All right, so let me put my little lawyer hat on are you going to be representing victoria no actually her attorney edward burke jr said i look forward to defending her vigorously in court do you know him no um so i thought it's interesting number one we are not learning about this till weeks after she was arrested yeah and we didn't see like a mugshot or anything no mugshot but also like the weeks part is really what what startled me um okay so 0.08 is the legal limit she blew 0.1 Five, which is almost double the legal limit. Oh, yeah. Like 15 compared yeah, to 8. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I guess, like, also, from my prior experiences, it's, like, not great that she, like, blew at the police station rather than just being arrested for DWI because that's, like, solid proof that you are drunk. Oh, right. Can't you refuse to you blow? Could, you could refuse, and then, like, your license is suspended. Okay. But then you could get your license back, like, after the case is done. Also, like, it's 2017. We've got Lyft. We've got Uber. Uber. You should be deleting your Uber, though. Yeah. Um, like, there's Also, no... like, Lou could have gone and picked her up. There's no <laughs> reason that somebody should be drinking and driving. Yeah, definitely not. Like, you can... Take a lift home, then go pick up your car the next day with another lift. Lift is pretty cheap. Or uh, Noelle could, like, drop her off to pick up the car. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But, I mean, I guess Bella Hadid survived this similar scandal. So we'll see what happens to Victoria. True. Um, But let's jump into the shows. There's still a ton going on. I mean... Hard to keep up. Ugh. It's like homework. We watched Southern Charm at 6.45 this morning. Oh, I watched it <laughs> while I was airing. Um, but well, we were like celebrating Alex's birthday last night. Oh yeah, happy birthday, Alex. Beautiful birthday, wonderful birthday. <laughs> um, welcome to 30. Let's start. Well, welcome. You're not there yet. I know. Uh, <laughs> just a few more months now. Um, let's start with Drag Race. Okay. Let's start with our experiences. <sighs> so... I was really excited to watch Drag Race like at a bar again because I had a lot of fun during um, All Stars 2 until we started recording right after it. Yeah. There was like a brief period where I watched a few times at different bars. Usually wonderful. Went to Barracuda with some former and current co-workers and it was great when we arrived. Like we had like a full area to sit 6 p.m. Then I hear happy hour was not, happy hour was going to end at 7, which mm-hmm. is like 
people don't go to gay bars for happy hour night at seven. Like, that's unheard of at a gay bar. Mm-hmm. And then it just started getting super, super crowded. It was just really annoying. It was hard to, like, stand up and get a drink. And, yeah. Like, it was horrible. But I did see friends of the show... P, he came out he, of the corner. No, he was in a corner. He was sitting in a corner. Oh, he moved from one corner to another. Yeah. So if you ever <laughs> want to see P in the wild. Check around your shoulder. I, I've seen him twice at Barracuda before. So it seems to be like a favorite haunt. Ooh, got, I mean, fans of P. <laughs> you know where to look now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I could have had a better experience. I hightailed it out of there like right at 10. Yeah. So Alex and I went to... Branded Saloon in Prospect Heights or Park Slope. I don't know. Somewhere here in Brooklyn. And I feel like you've been there with us before. Or maybe not. Um, but like, I feel like one time we went there and like played 10 Little Mix songs and no one else was in the bar. And we just were dancing like lunatics. Maybe you weren't there. I think so. Um, but either way, we managed to snag seats at the bar. Which was Is like this a gay bar? So they actually have an award like on their wall from... Like New York Magazine or one of those, th- or like New York, I, like what's the what's the magazine that's like, it's not New York Magazine. Time Out, I think it's a Time Out award. Like best, not quite gay bar, but act, but pretty much a gay bar, gay bar. Oh. Um, but it like they had like drag queens hosting it, like it was a gay bar, and everyone there was gay for the most part, I think. Um, so we managed to snag seats at the bar, and they're a restaurant as well. Like an actual restaurant, not like a Frito Pie, uh, Boots and Saddle situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had it was like a nice dinner and theater sort of situation. Like we had some good food, perfect seats to watch the show. You were having the time of your life. You were good drinks. Texting. I just had a lot to say. Also, because I think it was the first time I watched it live this season, mm-hmm. so I was like able to be in on the conversation. Yeah, but like when other people are out also, they want to be in the conversation live. Oh, okay. I'll keep that in mind next time. I guess not invite you to Branded Saloon since... Well, no. If I were with you, I could be like, oh, yeah. Well, we're not going to be able to do that this week nor next week. Why not next week? We're seeing cats. Oh, I was like, I already saw that. Um, Yeah. Um, So hopefully in the month of May. Was seeing cats a choice? Or it was it a free ticket situation? Uh, my parents gave it to Alex for his birthday since he wanted to see it. Oh my god, that's so unwell. <laughs> it's such an unwell show. I know. Well, I saw it back in the 90s. I think we've talked about this on the Oh yeah, when you before. were like in your 20s. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> in my like middle school years. Anyway, uh, let's, so let's talk, talk about, about Drag challenge. Race. The reason we're doing um, our view deep dive is Drag Race inspired, actually. Yeah. Because the main challenge was to do... It morning was like talk. Morning talk. So it made it seem like it was going to be like the like CBS early mor- good morning or... CBS this morning. This morning, today show, good morning America. But like the challenge itself kind of transitioned from that into a view-like situation. Right. And I tweeted at Michelle Collins that she should have been guest judging this challenge rather than Naya Rivera. Well, the interesting thing that you reminded me of with Naya Rivera is that she was seriously considered to be a co-host of The View. She, like, auditioned. And had some, like, troubling moments on there as well. What was the troubling moment? I feel like she had, like, controversial things to say. Like about the Hispanic community or like stereotypes or something. Probably. And that also like plays into why some 
co-host work and why some don't, but we'll talk mm. a lot more about that. In your ranking, your re-ranking. Yeah, I did it really quickly, so it's sort of unwell, but mm. I'm willing to stand behind my choices. Did you even go back and look at your original ranking or now? No. Okay, so it's fresh. It's just fresh out of my brain. Okay, um, so the challenge was Good Morning Bitches versus Not On Today. Yeah. Who were the captains? It was... Trini Taylor? Who won last year? Last week? Trini Taylor. So it was Trinity versus uh, Aja because Aja won the lip sync. Mm. They got to pick the teams. Trinity picked poorly because they were the losing team, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Except there were two stars on that Eureka team. and Nina. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, they yeah. did like the thing with the ham. The ham and the ramen noodles. Yeah. But then I feel like whoever had that... Um, so like, okay, for those of you who didn't watch, it was like, there's anchors, there's people like with a do-it-yourself segment, there were... Entertainment. 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 Entertainment, uh, like, uh, presenters. So the people who had the do-it-yourself, like, food sort of moments really were able to shine. Right. So it was Nina, Bonina Brown, and Eureka were able to shine, and then the winners were really, um, who was it? Sasha, Val- Sasha Valore and Shea Coulee. Oh, yeah. Because they also, like, were just fooling around with food. Mm-hmm. Like, they both shone in similar ways. Yeah, you just get to be kooky. It was fun. Yeah. Um, oh, I, th- another interesting matchup was Valentina and Char... No, no. Uh, Valentina and Aja? Valentina and Aja, but also Charlie Hydes and Cuckoo. Oh, Yeah. Because uh, Charlie was super serious and wanted to do everything like buy the cards, yes, and... which is so dumb. It's like, have you, how many? How have you watched this show? But like, also, like, he is the most seasoned vet of them all, right? So probably really like into doing things a certain His way. way. Yeah, yeah. But uh, our little Miss Cuckoo like was still able to shine. Yeah, but like, when is that act gonna, gonna get old? Yeah, if it hasn't already, because the looks aren't that great on that one. Bad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, remember, like the when the when she got kicked out her original season, it was like a cowboy hat and that like mis it was misplaced like, wig. It was like those Sophie shorts that like cheerleaders wear yeah, for yeah. practice. Yeah, yeah. Um, the runway. It was, first of all, it was one of those like shortened runways where they only show the very beginning of each person's walk. It was, it was like, if you blink, you'll miss it. Yeah. And it was just like, but they did settle on Nino Benina Brown who had like an iconic runway. Oh yes. She's had so many good runways. Yes. Like not a bad runway. She's amazing. But like half the looks were very like, um, Robbie Turner's entrance look. From last season. And then half of them were just like slutty. Yeah. Like Instagram Dominatrix. Thoughts. Yeah. But Nina, Nina's was like uh, Naomi Campbell zombie with her boobs out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Amazing. Wonderful mother. The lip sync. Never has there been oh, a God. lip sync like this since... Since Tammy Brown. Tammy Brown. And Charlie was saying that like she doesn't lip sync. She like sings live, which is the lamest excuse... That there is. Yeah, and well, also there was some reports that she broke her rib in the cheerleading challenge, and that's why she couldn't, like, turn it out, but... 
can't like pick, walk pick a reason yeah <laughs> So dumb. Um, I was actually like, I was bummed that she did so poorly. I wanted to see more from her, only because like we haven't seen an older queen go really far. far and yeah, I wanted that. I mean, except for like Chad Michaels. Yeah. How old is Chad Michaels? I'm not sure. Mother well, does. I think probably like I think maybe the season that she debuted like late 30s. Oh, really? I could be wrong. I was thinking way older, but okay. Um, wait, but people have been talking about, like, the point I made last week. Okay, what's that point? About, like, how the season of Drag Race, for some reason, just isn't, like, getting me. Uh, I think they would benefit from some supersized episodes. Yeah. People were also making a point that no queen is willing to be a villain anymore. Because they're all afraid of, like, not having fans. Mm. And, like, after this is all over, not having a career because you, like, won't get sent anywhere because people don't like you. Yeah, I guess they just got to keep... Well, Chad, okay, quick aside, Chad Michaels is currently 46. So she was probably, like, 40 when her season aired. Uh, wow. Or early 40s. I guess it's, like, what threw me off is, like, all of the... Share facial work. Yeah, share mm. facial work. But, um, yeah, we'll be reporting back next week about next week's episode. Untucked? Anything about that? Mm, no. Yeah, I've, the prior week's Untucked was a little bit more iconic. Yeah. Aja's meltdown. Yeah, but that's been talked about for a week and a half already, yes. so. Okay. Uh, we'll dive into Potomac. Yeah. I love Potomac. For Breath of Fresh Air series. Breath of Fresh um, I'm obsessed for some reason with every scene filmed at Oz. Like, I like watching whatever's happening here. I know, I love Darby flops. <laughs> um, I would like to go visit Oz while it's still shall, around. Shall we go to Oz? <laughs> um, I have a lot about Monique. Okay. Okay. First of all, I just like, I think I said this last week, but she just straight up doesn't live in Potomac, mm -hmm. which is great. She has a friend named Gigi, which so does Sonia Morgan, mm -hmm. Gigi the neighbor. She was in a girl group, which I didn't realize last week. Mm -hmm. Her mother-in-law referred to her wedding as a funeral. Oh yes. I love it. Um, and Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's able to carry a scene despite only being on a second episode, uh, which is more than I could say for some of the people who are now in their second season. Right. Who do you think should go? Well, I think the Watch Robins Live that followed this episode spoke volumes. It was Sharice and Robin together. Mm -hmm. And, like, they couldn't carry a Watch Robins Live episode. I, Sharice thinks she's some sort of hot shit that she isn't. Yeah. And it, like, bugs me. Like, she thinks she's Giselle. Yeah. And Robin is, like, so laid back. She should be a friend of. Yeah. And, she, like, not even, like, a good she, friend of. She's, like, a lesser Anna from Miami. Yes. Yes. I agree with that. Um, Karen and her daughter... Remember how her daughter was so upset about having to eat a cheesesteak? Yes, but I do want to say I love her daughter. Really? 
Oh, you didn't love her? She was okay. Alex and I both responded very well to her. Your demographic. You would be grossed out by eating a cheesesteak also, so... Well, I can't physically do that since I'm allergic <laughs> to cheese, so... You can try. I think it's all an act. Um, the races? I liked them going to the races. I wanted Giselle and Charisse to make up more than they did after seeing that uh, yeah. Watch What Happens Live. Um, the races was fine to me, but really the event for me was Monique with her family, her husband's family, yeah. and every single comment her mother-in-law made to her. <laughs> it was like, she is like the new Todd to her mother-in-law's Mama Joyce. Yeah. It's so good. Which is an interesting shake-up, since she's the mother-in-law rather than the mother. Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is been two good very good potomac episodes in a row yeah give so if you're sleeping on potomac wake up wake up give the mother-in-law a glass of champagne <laughs> that doesn't even like if you don't know what we're talking about that makes no sense they hold glasses of champagne in potomac for some reason they should be holding like cherry blossoms cherry blossoms yes I, but that <laughs> would be weird you imagine be, like, them holding a twig like casting a spell <laughs> with a cherry blossom twig Ugh. okay um, let's continue with Atlanta, part one of this four-part reunion. So like last week, for these reunion episodes, we're going to give you some of the winners and some of the losers. Yes. So I thought a winner was Candy finally getting prime seating after eight seasons. Yes, and she deserves it. Yeah, and she like held her own in the prime seat. And it looks like she's going to hold her own the entire time. All three more episodes. <sighs> I literally cannot believe they're giving us a month of reunions. Yeah. I Well, I think also this first one was probably the low light of the three, like the four total. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they were just getting a lot of things out of the way. Yeah, like the house bullshit. Yeah. Again and again. I would like to add that to the losers list, that conversation. Oh, the house stuff? Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, not that interesting. Um, but in terms of, like, the f- the fights that were going on, I found Kenya to be a winner and Phaedra to be a loser. And it's usually been roles reversed in the past. Right. Um, I did say that I'm team Kenya in the divorce party issue. Oh, definitely, yeah. Like, come on, Phaedra. I, I like, Phaedra... I feel like all her little stories and shenanigans are, like, catching up. Like, everyone... It's... The House of Cards is about to fall. And you've been talking about the House of Cards... For ages. For 51 episodes. Yeah. Like, it's so weird because I love Phaedra, like... I know, I love her, and I don't want to see this happen, but... This is the most... To me, Atlanta's, like, the most like this, where it's, like, I know these people are awful and liars. Like, Phaedra and Portia. Phaedra's a liar. Portia, like has assaulted people on the show but yet when they're together as freaking frack it's just like you're having the time of your life i'm having the time of my life and i owe it all to them <laughs> yeah I, we were like refreshing our memories by watching this over dinner and like i i was saying i can't even tell who i'm supposed to believe like i don't know what the truth is well what's then, the truth tea then you said Portia just said that she was serving true tea. Yeah, so I like wanted to believe her. <laughs> if it's supposed to fit tea. tea. Um, there were a few things that Kenya said that I liked. She did some brief uh, Kellyanne Conway promo. Mm. She called her Kelly Conway. Kelly Conway. <laughs> which is funny because I actually 
one of my sister's friends is named Kelly Conway. Mm. Um, and then she said, the gag is, I don't remember whether or not she stayed in the camp or not. See, I thought that was a little dated at this point, even though they probably only filmed this like a month ago. I thought it was good. Okay. I mean... Is that the gag? <laughs> see? <laughs> um, and then one thing that sort of shook me to the core is Kenya casually... Admitting to asking everyone on the Anguilla trip years ago to have a threesome. Like, Phaedra's like, you asked me and my husband to have a threesome. And Kenya's just like, I asked everyone. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, the episode closed out with Candy and Portia screaming at each other. And Candy was angry about the fact that, like, Portia doesn't acknowledge the fact that Candy's supporting her by donating $5,000 to her charity while she was on Celebrity Apprentice. Mm -hmm. And like, Portia's like, it's charity, it's charity. But like, which episode of Celebrity Apprentice was that? I actually don't recall. I don't remember like, Portia having one of the events where she had to just collect money, but I could be wrong. Well, there were, I mean, Portia lasted fairly long. Mm -hmm. And like, there were those events. So maybe they just, like, since it was a call-in, maybe they just didn't make a big deal of like, Candy donated, right? Like, since she didn't, like, walk into the shop or like something. Like Dorit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so is, I, that's it for Atlanta for me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so from one reunion to the next, Vanderpump Rules. Yes. The final part. So we're done. This is it. That's a wrap. Oh, thank God. Yeah, this season... I mean, the th weakest Vanderpump Rules season. You think? Yeah, I guess... Yeah, I mean, them focusing the entire thing on Katie and Schwartz's wedding was what brought it down. A misstep. A misstep. As much as we love Schwartzy. Never forget that the final season of Real Housewives in Miami focused on weddings like that. And now it's gone. Yeah, but that was different. I'm kidding. So I'm, much I'm fun. <laughs> um, okay, so winners. Well, the ultimate winner, not to jump to the very end of the episode, but Peter stomping out with... Cocktails for everyone. Like, give him a tray. I mean, he literally has a tray already. Just let him film him holding it. Well, they have in the past, <laughs> but he didn't make the cut. They talked about in this final part, like, Stassi and him getting together. I know. I wanted. The, I want them to get together. Come on. Even if it's, like, faking for the show. Just do it. Stas. No, they're meant for each other. I'll watch a, a wedding season if it's of Stassi them? and Peter. <laughs> We were trying to convince Andy to give him the tray last night, and Andy ignored us, as usual. I think he mutes me. I'm not muted, though, because remember how he responded to something I, know, I said a few months ago? I know, that's why he said me, but I mean, he could have muted you since. You've been particularly annoying since you oh, got the power. I thought I, like, backed off a little bit. Like, <laughs> I realized my voice was being heard, and I didn't want to, like, screw that, screw that up. Yeah. Ooh, my foot's asleep. Okay. Um, I also thought the sisterhood of Stassi and Brittany was a winner. Even though, like, it's a very subtle thing, but they were practically leaning on each other. Oh, my God. They were, like, arm to arm. Literally and figuratively. Yes. And then Jackson James, like, I hope they're, like, a dream team next season. Give them that show you were gonna give 
uh, Nini and Kim Zolciak <laughs> traveling across the country. We've also said that Dorinda and Shannon should be <laughs> yes. given that show. I also think um, Dorinda and Carol could be given that show. Yeah, at this point. Oh my god, they should have done it on the way to the, mm, the March. March. Yes. Um. Anyway, sorry. Losers, and there's some big losers. Yeah, well... Shay Shay sulked out onto the stage and, like, was a loser in his own regard. And then you start to realize what's actually the case. Yeah, like, the one true loser is Sheena Shay. Ooh. Like, a monster. Like, what she Admitted did... to. I feel like, no, like, I feel like they were too dumb to, like, realize what she was admitting to. Yeah, so what she admitted to was... Six months after uh, Shay Shay entered recovery for his addiction to pills. Like six months sober at this point. Six months sober, Sheena decides to pretend that the problem is going on currently. Yeah. Which is possibly one of the shittiest things that like anyone could do to anyone on this kind of show. Yeah. Like Shay Shay had to then go and admit it to like his parents... And the world. And now when everyone sees Shay Shay, they're like, you're a drug addict. Right. Yeah. Mm. I vote that Sheena gets kicked off the show. Not just for this, but also like, think about it. What did she offer this season? Yeah. Well, I mean, it was interesting because like, she unintentionally offered like a bad look for herself. Because she kept, like, carrying on, like, Shay's in the studio. We're so great. Our relationship is, like, not like this. Like, da-da-da-da-da. She got such a shady edit. With good reason now, we know. Yeah. Like, but, like, thinking about all of the rest of everything that happened this season, like, I don't remember her even being on the bachelorette party. I know she was there, but... Because they were, like, bullying her. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder... The only moment I remember of her was her complaining about seafood. Oh, yes, definitely. Um, but I think maybe this is a good moment to just quickly talk about, like, where, where do you want to see all this go? I mean, we got Jackson Brittany taking Kentucky. But after that, where are we going to go? What's the next season? I think it needs to stop expanding. And contract. Maybe not, maybe not contract, but, like, from what I've seen on social media, Sheena is now feuding with all the girls. And that's not a drama I want to see, to be honest. Mm. Um, so kick Sheena off. What are we focusing on? Kristen? Kristen? Bravo, like, wants nothing to do with Kristen. I know, it's so weird. They always forget about her. Well, no, they don't forget about her. Like, it comes up in the reunion, but they just edit it out. It's hilarious. Like Nikolai, like critiquing Kristen, they edited that <laughs> and out. Andy forgetting to greet her. Andy forgetting to greet her. <laughs> Um, and she like can carry the show. I do. Act, I would like to see Tom Tom. Tom Tom, yeah. The restaurant. Yeah, I feel like Lisa may have had dreams of it becoming a spinoff, but like, there's nothing left from the show. Right. If that's a spinoff. Right. Like, let's focus on that a little bit. Um, <clears throat> Kristen needs to go a little cuckoo, a little bit. But yeah. she, I'm trying to think of who should be the target. I, like, want her and Ariana to form a sisterhood. Yeah, I was just going to say that. <laughs> but that would be, like, the most unlikely sisterhood of all time. Or Stassi and Ariana, which I also don't think is going to happen. Yeah. Who's left? 
Britney and Ariana. I don't care about yeah, that. No, I think Ariana Britney, like wouldn't yeah. want to be friends with Britney. No, but they had the time of their lives. Remember when they were on the Sonoma trip, like passing tequila to each other throughout the window? Mm-hmm. I know, we'll see. Uh, yeah, there needs to be some a reevaluation next season, I would say. And you know what I don't want to see you do? I don't want to see you add that Rachel girl. To oh, the yeah. Forecast. She's not a star. Not a star. Wait, no, the Rachel, the comedy girl? No, not oh, yeah. a star. And then also don't add, like, the, the other Maloney that tried out. Right. Um, O'Malley. <laughs> O'Malley? Yeah, remember, like, it's like, Kate, I think it was Katie O'Malley, and there's Katie Maloney already. Yeah. They need to add, um, they need to add someone else from Sir, I think, to ground it back. Yeah. We're falling, like, out of orbit. Right. Okay, yeah. So, it, it can't be Rachel or whatever her name is. Yeah. Give Peter a tray, um, have him hook up with Stassi, or have Kristen cheat again. <laughs> <laughs> no. I want her to, like... Settle down with Carter. Someone has to cheat. That's like the crux of this show. It always was somebody cheating. Yeah. Send them to Vegas like three times next year and see who fails. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Southern Charm. Okay. I have more questions. On Southern Charm. This is Brendan's question moment. Okay. I know we didn't really establish whether or not Cameron was good last week. I think we decided mostly good and we like that she doesn't like kids. But, um... Oh, I don't like that. You like that. Yeah. How did she become the narrator? It was, like, episode one. So, like, would she be Center Peach? Or, like, what is it? Or would she be more of a Lisa Vanderpump? Like, it's confusing to me. Like, maybe she would, like, share a Center Peach? But it's weird, because it's, like... It's, it's like Vanderpump Rules. There is no center peach. Patricia would be center peach. Like sitting down like Lisa Vanderpump. Oh, I watched a video of her yesterday. She doesn't like vodka martinis because they're made from... Vodka's made from a lowly potato. <laughs> so what is she like, gin? Gin martinis. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, Why does Landon think it's so cute that she can't pronounce charcuterie? <sighs> She, there was, <laughs> she's so annoying, but there was like a moment in this episode where she was like more mumbly than usual. <laughs> oh yeah. When she was out with Thomas Ravenel. Like at his house? Yeah. Drinking a bourbon and Coke? Yes. Yes. Mm. Like, I feel like when she's with a man, she gets even like more mumbly. Because she thinks it's like cute. cute. Yeah. Ugh. Um, Okay. Also, why does she... She looks so different in her confessionals compared to, like, when she's walking around. It's so weird. Mm. Um, who is the person who dates Craig, and is she considered part of the main cast? Naomi. And I don't know if she's in the Bapadu in the beginning, but, like, she consistently has talking heads now. She didn't last season. Why do these people care about Landon so much? Like, why are they friends with her? Because some of them seem great. Well, I think I explained to you how last season, I think it was, where she, like, came to shore on a boat and, like... You tried to explain something like that, but, like, it didn't make sense because, like, you claimed she... Well, she was living on a boat. 
in oh. South Carolina. I thought you were joking because you were like, she got on a boat in L.A. after the hills nope. and then I swear went around the world like Magellan. She did. <laughs> and then, she, no, like in her first season, she was living on a boat. Like a houseboat? Not, but it wasn't like a, a big, it, was, it looked like a little boat that she was just living on. By herself? By herself, yeah. Because she like got a divorce. Weird. Um, so I guess they like feel like they need to take care of this. This woman washed ashore. So last season was her first season? I think so. Interesting. Because it seems like she's like almost center peach now. Everyone cares about her. Yeah. Well, it's because of the whole like her coming for Thomas Ravenel. Who was the guy with the mullet and the red (gasps) shirt? Beats me. <laughs> and they didn't acknowledge him. They didn't give him a Chiron. Chiron. A, a Chiron. <laughs> I only learned about this word very recently. I feel like everyone knew about it except oh, for me. I took like TV production classes in college. Mm. Um, yeah, they didn't even like say his name. He never spoke. He was just lingering there. Is Austin new? Yeah, he's new. And is there a new girl too? I guess, like, Naomi, but not really. Like, she was there last season. Like, literally how many cast members are there? Because it seems to be (laughs) never-ending. I guess it's, like, harder for you because you don't know, like, who are the mainstays and who's, like... All of the women except for Landon and Catherine look exactly the same. And half of the guys also look very similar. Mm. Well, yes. The girl that Cameron is trying to set up with Shep and in the preview we see is giving that new potato face... Her number. Austin. Yeah, Austin. Looks just like Cameron. Like, they look so much alike. Yeah, and all the guys, it reminds me of, do you remember that, like, photo of the ca- the men on the cast of American Horror Story, and it's like, they all look exactly the same? Yes. It's like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just a few more questions. Does Whitney live with his mother still? Uh, it's unclear. In fact, I feel like he might not even live in South Carolina anymore. Oh, he's in LA? I think so. I think he's just, like, there to film. Does he look better this season than previous seasons? Because I remember seeing pictures of him, and he looks like he's gotten, like, a haircut or something. Yeah. But, like, he's still... Um, what's the the right word? I don't want to sound too mean. A skeeve. I still get skeeved out by him. The way him and Ravenel talk about women is the most disgusting. Oh. When Shep was like hooking up with some girl who was a fresh twenty one, Daisy. And then no, no, this this week's episode. No, we there was all, a new girl named a Daisy. new Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> so many Daisies. In I South saw some of the Chiron Daisy. The, the Chiron. <laughs> um, how she went from Shep into Thomas Ravenel's claws so quickly. I was so, like, disgusted by the whole scene. Yeah. And the last thing I really want to comment on, but you can talk about other things, mm-hmm. is, like, it pissed me off so much and stressed me out so much that Craig was so late to that event. <gasps> and he had the step and repeat with him. You put the step and repeat up hours. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know. Not while it's going on. But, like, even besides that, like, even printing things out. Right. Like, if I was Naomi, like, he was pissed at Naomi being pissed at him. If I was Naomi, I would have been, like, even angrier. Although, I do have to say, when it comes to, like, like, time management, when it comes to party planning, is not my forte. 
Like I'm always scrambling during New Year's Eve. Oh yeah, I've, I've walked in the door here on New Year's Eve, and things are you haven't even showered yet. No, no, that happened this year. Well, that was because like the showering was the last thing I had to do. Whereas prior years, I showered. I know what time like management. We weren't even exactly on time. We were a little late. Okay. So yeah, I do know this about you. And like Alex's birthday, I got everything ready like five minutes to four. Oh, we were a little late for that. Yeah, so you weren't able to tell that. Um, yeah, but I still think it's shitty of him. Agreed. Um, anything else you want to talk about with Southern Charm? No. So I think what we're going to do is take a quick break and we'll be back with our very fresh thoughts on Beverly Hills. So stay tuned. All right, we're back to talk about Beverly Hills. That's Brendan. where I want to be. <laughs> you've, you've made that joke before. <laughs> I know. Uh, do you want to be there at the reunion? Um, not when PK's there. PK. Mm. I actually like. I mean, I don't. I don't care for him. But like, at least him and Dory and Erica all fighting is like something new to the table. Yeah, and Erica like was feisty. She was feisty and had some good lines, but also I feel like she doesn't come across well in this situation. I think she does. I'm a blind. Janiac. Well, I think... <laughs> I think the problem is that she doesn't acknowledge that they have apologized. But, and then the counter-argument is, well, they keep carrying on. But then I think they keep carrying on because she doesn't, like, accept the apology. Yeah, I'm still team her, though. Especially they replayed those disgusting clips of yeah, I'm team PK her. and uh, what's his name? Oh, Ken. Ken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like Ken gets away with a lot of disgusting mm. shit. And Kim has called him out before. <laughs> <laughs> and Yolanda has. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that was pretty much the first half. And I leaned in and say a peep. But PK claimed he has never done cocaine. Just putting that... That claim that, happened. That, yeah, that claim <laughs> happened. Uh, and Eileen didn't claim anything because she didn't really speak at all during this Until reunion. the end. Until the end when she went to go support Rena. Um, Rena. And Rena, before we move on to her fight with Kim and Eden, like kept inserting herself in the PK Erica fight. For some reason, she has identified. Not for some reason, I think actually for very, very good, good reason. reason. She identified that Erica is the fan favorite. Yes. And, and thus is her ally. Going to fight for her till the end. <laughs> yes. I like it. She will take a bullet. Like nobody has ever like Erica hasn't even didn't even have to do any work for like people to jump to defend her. Yeah. That's how iconic she is. It's it's actually so smart, Arena. Even though like we all see through it. Mm-hmm. Like, for her to realize that she should hitch her wagon to that, kudos. 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 Um, so, that, yeah. So then they trot out Eden and Kim all of a sudden. <laughs> and let's, I guess, first touch on Eden real quick. Yeah. What's there to touch on? Just the fact that, like, none of it makes any sense. Right. Like, like her entire montage that they played was just about her... Hugging a lot. Hugging and then like just jumping in to where she doesn't belong. Mm-hmm. She's not coming back. Thank God. Well, I, I'm not saying that definitively. I'm saying that theoretically. I'm saying that definitively. Okay. 
so then, Kim v. Rena. It was great. <laughs> I mean, Rena did a good job in this fight where she was able to frame it in a way where Kim was acting crazy, which Kim was acting crazy, but let's like not forget what Rena said and did. Yeah, well, I just, I think we saw the clip without the full context mm -hmm. earlier this week or last week, but then like little did we know that all, the bunny exchange happened fresh off the heels of like them making, making up. up. Yeah. And like, I think we assessed that Kim thought she was being funny, maybe? Uh, I think, maybe not being funny, but I think she like wanted to give Rinna, I think she did genuinely, like she said, like, I want you to give it back to me when whatever. And then it just went like out the window. I know, but the cadence with what she was saying, it sounded like she was trying to be funny. Yeah. Like, I want to give this to you. And like, she had like a little smirk on her face. Funny, haha. I did like, wait, she did say something about, she had a prepared line about Lisa Rinna. Lina? Or Lena. Lena. <laughs> Lisa Rinna is lies, cries, and denies. Yeah, and her little own it thing was actually one of the funniest <laughs> parts of this whole reunion. Yeah, um, and it ends with Kim walking with that bunny well, down Well, Rinna storms off first. Well, yeah. And then Eileen has a moment in support, like, is a blind Rinna stand in the moment. Mm-hmm. Because she hates Kim. Yes. Eileen, like, hates Kim maybe more than anyone else on that stage. Mm hmm But is, like, a little bit quieter about it. Because she called her a beast. How dare she? Um, and then it ends with <laughs> Kim walking down the hallway with that bunny. Like, I feel like everyone on stage was, like, kind of goading her into doing this. Mm-hmm. And it, like, it seems like everyone on stage sort of got where Kim was coming from more than... Yeah. Just, like... Because they were all just like calm, cool, casual. And I feel like Andy doesn't like when people walk off stage, but he seemed perfectly fine with them just like having their moments away yeah. from the stage. Yeah. But we, the final shot is Eileen walks by Kim. Kim stops Renna in the doorway. I forget what Kim walking down the hallway with the bunny reminded me of, but there's some like famous scene of somewhere that it reminded me of. I hmm. can't Give place it. Some it. Thought. Um, yeah, so I think that's the reunion for this week. Final part next week. And, and Kim and Eden seem to be sticking around for... At least Kim. No, Eden was there too. Oh. Yeah, sticking around for the majority of next week's episode at least. Bring out Carney Wilson. Yeah, that was, that was what was missing from this all. Give her um, a diamond. Give her a diamond. Give, and don't give PK a diamond. So that's it for Beverly Hills this week. So we're, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with New York. Hello, this is Brendan reporting live about Real Houses in New York with... Hi, it's Allie. Ugh, you know her as one-time popular girl, Allie Churchwell. She's now just one-time sad girl near a window. Um, we just watched Real Housewives of New York together. She spent most of the time making us tuna melts, which were pretty good. Fucking amazing. Eh. They could have been... They were good. They, they could have been good. melted better. They had, like amazing mayo and relish and like American cheese. They were great. 
Sure. Okay, so my thoughts. Um, we could call Carol and Dorinda our liberal mothers, the only supporters of uh, Hillary Clinton in the bunch. Um, <laughs> Church identifies with Sonia Morgan because she sits in this large home by herself all the time, wasting away. <laughs> Smoking a cigarette out the window. Sad. Um, uh, what else in this episode? I'm ready for Dorinda to be the one true queen and show Sonia what's what after she finishes that Coca-Cola on the couch. Um, it seems like we're getting a lot of our moments that we saw in the trailer pretty early this season, so hopefully the season pans out well. It looks like this is the party where we're going to see Dorinda say, I'm not well, bitch. According to that purplish uh, uh, turtleneck. So, we'll see. Any last words here, Allison? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't get these ladies. They are so annoying. All they do is bicker with... They are middle-aged. You guys, they are middle-aged. And they just fucking, like, get wasted and bicker with one another. I just fucking don't get it. If this is my future... I welcome it grandly. For the record, she's jealous. I pointed out that Tinsley Mortimer is 45 years old. And... Tinsley, by the way, I literally was, like, a stan of Tinsley, like, 15 years ago when she was, like... Remember Gossip Girl? Like, she was, like, the original, like, Serena Vanderwoodson of Gossip Girl. She was, like, the girl about town, and I was obsessed with her. And now she's, like, a sad bitch on the Real Housewives. Whoa, we don't use that word. Also, Church is mad that she's almost 30 and has never been photographed by the tabloids. I actually have been. I have been. That's a lie. Good night and good luck. Bye, everyone. Also, hi, it's me again. I just want everyone to know that I am hotly anticipating the release of Harry Styles' first solo album of all time. And in the coming weeks, I will be releasing all of my conspiracy theories and all of my dissertations on the high school drama of Harry Styles, Kendall Jenner, Taylor Swift, and the whole group. And Cindy Crawford and Randy Gerber. Stay tuned. Well, thanks to Brennan for that little scoop reporting live from the Upper West Side with Church. Um, to make sense of this all, I have a very early flight tomorrow morning, so that's why Brennan and I couldn't record this portion together. Um, so he shared his thoughts, and I agree with all of them for the most part. Um, I do want to just touch on the fact that I love Victoria living for Dorinda when Dorinda was staying over at Luann's house. And then at that big controversial dinner, we had Alex McCord being brought up, but not by name. Uh, she's the one that Avery Singer, I guess, was approached back in the day. And Lou seems to be forgetting that she was on the cover of Playgirl. So that was interesting. Uh, and I like can't make sense of how Dorinda's like all over the place. She is like kind of siding with... Luann and Ramona, but then is also best friends with Carol and seems to be in good graces with Bethany. And I feel like this could all bite her in the ass at the end. But I think the main crazy moment is just really Ramona and Bethany because it's clear that Bethany's not mad that Ramona's bringing this up. Um, she's mad that she's bringing it up on camera because I remember this like 
thing about Bethany popping up and no one really made that big of a stink of it. But now when it becomes a real Housewives plot point, we're going to be talking about it for years to come. Like Pantygate, like Munchausen, like everything. So that's why Ramona did her dirty, but they can't discuss why she's really mad because it's part of the television show. Okay, so you're going to get back to uh, Brendan and I going to the deep dive, talking about the view, so just stay tuned for that. All right, we're back to talk about the view in 2017. This is an honor of Drag Race, as we said earlier in the episode, because of their view-themed show. Yeah, I wish they leaned into that more. Same. But maybe there's always next year. (laughs) (laughs) Joy Behar for Judge. Yes. Um, Or Michelle Collins would actually make a wonderful judge on this show. Agree. Oh, for like the Snatch Game, too. That would be great. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A contestant. Yeah, but that's two different challenges, though. Yeah. Okay. Uh, So... Last time we did a view deep dive was like very early on in Come Through Queen. For those of you who are joining us like late into our history, you may have never even heard this, but we ranked the cast members as of like the spring 2016 cast. Yeah, and they've since added several. They've added several. They've removed several. They've been through a lot. But Mary J. Blige has recorded a music video with them. I think, I will say before we get started, I do think they've hit a good yeah. groove. Well, I think this is the first time in years there's no talk of, like, cast-changing news. Right. Like, and we're nearing the end of the season, and there's no discussion of anyone, like, leaving. And ratings are, like, up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, the View is having its comeback, as an article said, very recently. And it wasn't an article that I wrote. Um, so I think you know last time we talked about The View in a deep dive setting we both ranked all of The View co-hosts and it was a lot to deal with so what we're going to do is Brendan is going to give us his ranking I'll comment on his ranking and then I'll post online a counter view okay so I'm going to go just person by person. From worst to best? From worst to best. Okay. And I think you might be able to guess my worst. Okay, so this is number 20. Number 20. There, We have exactly 20. 20 view co-hosts. Yeah. I hope I got that right. <laughs> <laughs> um. So guess. Should I guess? Okay. Just this one. It's like glaringly obvious and you might have forgotten that they were on the view as a permanent co-host. Oh, I remember. Uh... What's her face from MTV? Jenny McCarthy. Jenny McCarthy, yes. The worst part of the view, it was also like that brief period, I believe it was that brief period where Joy had left and they wanted to make it, or like Joy was there for part of the time and they wanted to make it like a less political show. So it was like very much Jenny and Sherry like taking the reins. I think it was when Joy had left because there was that season and then there was the Rosie season. And Joy was gone for two years, I think. Yeah, correct. So, yeah. It was 2013 to 2014. And Joy was on from 1997 to 2013. Mm-hmm. And then 2015 to present. Mm. Um, so, yeah. Jenny what was not a good fit for the show. She, like, she didn't want to talk about current events other than, like, autism. They, they wanted to talk... They wanted to make it, like, more, like, talk about, like, reality TV and, like, blah, 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 blah. And yeah. it just didn't work. And they tried to make her dad, like, a thing... 
Oh, I was totally tuned out for that. I don't even know about that. Like, her dad appeared several times, and he would do, like, weird segments, and he almost reminded me of Aviva Drescher's dad. (laughs) Oh, my God. He was a perv? I don't... Yeah. I think a little bit. Okay. So, number 19. Number 19 is somebody who is sort of currently on... Number 19 for me is Paula Ferris. <gasps> wow. <laughs> so Paula is on the show sometimes nowadays. Barely. I'm like even surprised. They sometimes throw her in on a Friday, but like this past week was the perfect Friday because it was Joy and Moderator's seats with just Sunny, Sarah, and Jed, her girls. Yeah. A, per- a nice like break from Whoopi. Yeah. Number 18 yes. is a friend of Paula's, Candace Cameron Bure. Oh, wow. I feel like you had ranked her higher in your previous ranking. Maybe, but... It, looking back on it. Looking back, now that I've seen her full run, and especially, like, she would try to pretend that she wasn't a super conservative yeah. person, but she, like, was just... Lean into it. Just lean in. Like, that's why certain other conservatives, though I don't necessarily agree with all their views, that's why certain ones you will see ranked a lot higher. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Number well, seven. Well, she, she can't even, like, argue it well. Right. Yeah. Speaking of not being able to argue it well, I think you're going to kill me for this one. Number 17 is Raven Simone. Oh. <laughs> No, she was so crazy. She just, like, didn't come from a space of reality, and she just was not good for this show. I know, but she just brought, like, an energy to the show that really revitalized me. It was so scary. It was scary, but I enjoyed it. (laughs) The next two are, it's not like anything, like, I have anything against them. It's just that they were very early on in the show, and they didn't stick around for that long. Yeah. And one of them I would have ranked higher i think she was a lot higher in my previous ones okay. but debbie matinopoulos of course and then lisa ling yeah okay just because like it was so long ago the show doesn't even look the same now yeah okay next what number is this we're at number 14 okay rosie perez yeah i'm on board with that i don't think rosie perez did that well in her season right i and feel like you liked her more previously I think I did too because the gloss I, is like finally. Well, coming I had off. like fond memories of like that, that weird, weird <laughs> year of the View, and like all the behind the scenes stuff, like where they like threw it together. And I think they actually the reason they hired Rosie Perez was because Wendy Williams suggested it randomly on her show once. Oh my god! And so like they just took that chance and didn't really test her, but yeah, she didn't really work out. Well, they hired both her and Nicole Wallace like minutes before that season premiered. Right. Number 13, I feel, is also might shake you to the core. Sherry Shepard. Oh, no, yeah, I definitely disagree. <laughs> she should be much higher. Um, I just didn't like her. Yeah, um, I'm not, I don't want to like be best friends with her. Her run was then tainted by her friendship with Jenny McCarthy. And then her Which run was, was forced upon her. her. She embraced it. Then her she, run... To get her check. ...was extra ruined by her like weird thing with With that kid kid. yes just like "Eh." in case you don't remember (laughs) she and her ex-husband found an egg 
And her ex-husband, I think, implanted that egg somewhere. And then, <laughs> the way you're telling this story is the weirdest. And then, like, sued her for... Uh, they they uh, they agreed to have a child with a surrogate. Then they ended up breaking up while the surrogate was pregnant, yeah. I believe. And like then Sherry tried to run away from it. Yeah, you did a better job explaining it. But like I think the key point is that it wasn't technically Sherry's child. Right. It just put a bad taste in my yeah. mouth. This one is actually you're going to be really surprised by number twelve. Okay. Meredith. Fiera. I feel like you've come to your senses. Shut up. It's This is another thing. Like, her run on the show was so long ago. The reason that I loved her more than why I loved her on The View, I loved her on the Today Show yeah, a lot more yeah. than I loved her and on I The View. Yeah, and I feel like that painted your view of her in The View canon. Right. I used to watch... They had this video montage that they played on her last day on Today that I used to watch, like, every single yeah, day. Yeah, I'm well aware. Um, number 11... Before we get into our top 10, okay. which is just really half of it, Barbara Walters. Yeah, I <laughs> I agree. I, I, I used to love Fridays when Barbara would not be on. Oh, yeah. Same. It would feel like the kids could play because they yeah. were always on their best behavior when Barbara was there. And remember when Barbara yelled at Joy and Whoopi for walking off during Bill O'Reilly's yes. segment? And now Bill O'Reilly is about to be fired from his job because of sexual harassment. So... Where's Barbara Walters now? <laughs> yes, <laughs> To quote one Nene Leaks. Um, number 10, and I think this one is actually very fair, Michelle Collins. Very fair. Um, I feel like she would even agree with you. She, I liked her personally on the show, but I get why she wasn't a fit. Um, she's better suited for another medium, and I hope she finds success in that medium. Well, it was also, I think she explained it well. Maybe it was on Who Weekly. Where, like, they brought her on as, like, the pop culture, like, funny commentator. And then, like, all of a sudden they decided to change it. Like, let's talk about politics. politics. And it wasn't right for her. But I will say, I don't think I've ever laughed harder than the time we went to go see her live. So I highly recommend going to see her live. Yeah, and, like, now I feel like she's in L.A. all the time. And we're not going to get a chance. Like, she's hosting the Little Women after shows. Oh, yeah. Well, good. She's getting a check. Yeah. Number nine, Nicole Wallace. You have a special place in your heart. A special, special place in my heart. Now I get to see her on MSNBC, which is a really good place for her because she gets to host... She hosts like live stuff with Brian Williams and Rachel Maddow. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say she had a show that I was unaware of. No, but she she appears on... Yes, big moments. She appears on Morning Joe a lot. She appears on the Today Show a lot. And she appears on uh, Brian Williams' show a lot. Yeah. Um, number eight, Star Jones, just because she's iconic. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm still waiting for Satan's Sisters to come out. We need to read the book. Yeah, for sure. The books? Book? No, one book, I, I think. Um, number seven, Jedediah Bia. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm impressed with this. She... Does such a good job being the conservative voice. Such a good job being the conservative voice. She's not afraid to argue and put in her two cents. And then she also is like one of the good conservatives who can see common sense things like gay rights and other good things. And she's not afraid to criticize Trump. She's like, she's like the rare conservative on television that's not like party line. Right. Which, which like 
this like this is so genuine like yes like that's such a weird thing to actually see on television and like that the sisterhood that's going on right now is great so my number six is sunny hostin oh my god are we going is this gonna be a jedi is sunny <laughs> uh sarah haynes yes so sunny hostin she is like she brings such a good perspective as far as like she knows all the legal stuff she's yeah. also like it's like the modern day star jones she's also yeah she's also like a hard ass when it comes to like her opinion and she won't step down she yeah. won't like stand down to like Whoopi or jed or anyone but also she kind of she's like she i guess identifies as more liberal but then also has like some strange conservative viewpoints too right like which her, makes it interesting her like abortion opinions are weird um but and also like like she's very traditional when it comes to like relationships and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, number five is the glue, Sarah Haynes. You, I, I love how you put this three person <laughs> sisterhood. I think like which you could catch all now on television right yeah, now. She's great. I truly do think that she's the glue. She has a friendship. She, like, hangs out with Sonny and Jed outside of work, which makes sense. And then she's got, like, this little back and forth with, uh... Joy. With Joy. And then, like, you can tell that Whoopi doesn't despise her. Yeah. But what's interesting is also she came from entertainment reporting. Right. She used to be, um, the social media person for Kathleen Hoda. Yeah. So she's like, also, welcome back to the Today Show, Hoda. She's back oh, after right, Welcome back, Hoda. After getting her child. Yeah. Um, okay. So now what are we at? Four? We're at four. Wow. Elizabeth Hasselbeck. Can't, can't argue with that one. Because she was one half of the people that brought us the most iconic moment in view history. Yeah. She was a conservative who stuck to her guns, though, and I will stand behind this, I think before she went to Fox and Friends, I think her evolution on like LGBT issues was one of the most genuine that we've seen on TV from someone. Yeah. It was all because of Melissa Etheridge. Oh. Melissa Etheridge was on the show. They yeah, had like yeah, a, yeah. They had a disagreement about, I think, like, gay marriage. And then Melissa went to dinner at Elizabeth's and they talked about mm-hmm. it. And then Elizabeth evolved, which I think is good. Um, she also, like, had normal, sensical, like, opinions on, like, trans kids when Cherry Shepard was acting so insane about that issue. Oh, my God, yeah. Um... So, good job, Lizzie. Okay. Um, number three, Rosie. Which I feel like in our original ranking, you had her much lower. I think I did too, but on her two times the view, she was not afraid to have iconic fights. Yeah. Um, which broke her pretty much. Yeah. Um, also, there's a clip from like 2007 of her warning us about Donald Trump. Mm, so True. A prophet. If we would have all just listened to her, we <laughs> wouldn't be where we are. So who's number two? I think you can guess. Whoopi. Whoopi. Yes. Um, I think Whoopi was lower in my original ranking too. Yeah. I think I was just like trying to be a troll. Yeah. Um, compared <laughs> to like right. yours. But she sometimes is a little annoying on the show because she will uh, gaslight and like not let anyone speak. Is that what gaslighting means? I think so. Um, and not let anyone else like have their valid opinion, yeah. which is annoying. But she also save the show, save the show. Welcome to the view, y'all. Welcome to the view, y'all. Welcome to the view. Yes. And um, yeah, she walked out on Bill O'Reilly. 
Uh, who is the best part of the view, Brendan? Joy Behar <laughs> is the best part of the view. Even still, for a while you were saying Sarah Haynes is the best part of the view. I was joking. Okay, okay. No, I was saying Sarah Haynes is the second best part of the view. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Sarah Haynes fandom on Facebook isn't as strong. <laughs> I've tried like interacting with those groups, and they it, no one's yeah. peeping. There, there's no Vincenza there oh or my Putty. God. But that Facebook group has gone crazy. Joy Behar is the best part of the Yeah, I haven't been checking in on it as much as I used to. And I feel like you guys haven't been trolling it as much as you used to either. But I will just jump in and say Joy Behar is the best part of the view. I mean, she's been on the longest out of anyone in view history. Mm-hmm. Even with her little break. Even with her break. And the first season, she wasn't, like, a permanent member of the cast. But that just goes to show, like, she proved herself. Like... Brandy Glanville did all that time ago. Yeah. Uh, so that was good to just check in to 2017. Hopefully nothing changes for next season. Yeah. And I think it's working now because they're able to talk about politics. Like if the, I feel like if the election had gone a different way, they would They'd have, have nothing to talk about. Yeah. So they're able to talk about politics. People are tuning in. There seemed to be a genuine connection there. This yeah. I is... guess good for them, bad for us. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, so I guess we should move on to the Freak of the Week. Yes. So, Brendan, who's the Freak of the Week? Oh my god, I forgot. It's the Teen Mom OG (laughs) girls (laughs) pretending to be housewives. Oh my god, we should post this or play part of it or something. Yeah, we, well, I tweeted it, I think, from our account, but we'll, we'll, we'll link to it again. It's truly insane. Like, they... Someone at MTV had the brilliant idea. Good attempt. Bad execution. To like make the Teen Mom OG girls do their Housewives taglines and then like do a whole intro that they like filmed special for this. Yeah. It wasn't them just like taking like lines from something and like mocking something up. It was like they made them participate in this. But there was like a lot of weird stylistic choices. Like the music is so off. And then like they made them hold like what appears to be golden pacifiers. But that are like... Like humongous. They look like balloon animals almost. I I couldn't even make sense of what they were. But also like the music was crazy. Like the backgrounds had like hearts in it I feel like. It looked like off. But it was like funny to experience I guess. Mm -hmm. And they were promoting the new season which I've fallen off that horse. I need to tune back in. I like binging it. Yeah I like watching like 10 episodes on like a Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Because I do like Team Amoji. And like I said, this is what they should do for Beverly Hills. Yeah, it's the only team mom I'll check into. But speaking of Beverly Hills, here's our one true queen. Our one true queen is Kim Richards bopping into this part two reunion, usually the lull of the reunion, with a bunny in honor of Easter. (laughs) And the revelation, we discussed this last week, that she dated Donald J. Trump, president of the United States. I mean, for someone who was like barely in this season and yet in it because everyone's talking about her, she came in like a wrecking ball, as Tish Cyrus would say. They've been airing that commercial a lot of Cyrus versus Cyrus. Um, yeah, I just don't. Like, she makes such an impact and it was such a funny scene, but like at the same time. Yeah, and it's like, oh, God, Kim, just go. Away. Go snuggle that. Now that you've given back that bunny, go snuggle your grandson. But yet, yeah, you're still the queen this week because it was so. Huxley. 
I like that name. Huxley? I think that's the kid's name. It's like a little too close to Kingsley. (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. Um, also just want to give like a special acknowledgement, um, to another true queen, Erica Jane, who sadly got kicked off at Dancing with the Stars. sad. Yeah. Uh, so I think that is it for this week. Yeah. Um, please go tell four people that you know to subscribe to us on iTunes and then you yourself go write a review on the iTunes store. That's your your action list. We need your reviews. <laughs> Otherwise, we will die. Um, you can follow us on Twitter or Facebook um, and Instagram as well. Yeah, and go tweet Dan at IDKIDK. And you can tweet Brendan at NotBrendan. Yes, I, that was great. And you can call us at 717-47-FREAK. That's 717-47-FREAK. But keep it brief and on one topic. Please. Um, so like, comment, subscribe, heart, share, retweet. Love us, love us. Please retweet. See you next week. See you next week. Bye. I want to see you come through, queen. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.